0: Right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we are doing another Acid Capitalist podcast. Um, and this time you can actually see two heads, and these two heads will be talking to you. Uh, last week uh, with Josh, um, we have to conceal his identity. Not this time, not even in the presence of, of a legend, of a, a legendary, a ghost-like short seller. I'm talking, of course, about the one and only Mark Is A guy who's seen it. A guy sometimes who can see it. Um, and to be found on Twitter, would you believe Twitter is dope? You get you get logic, you get wisdom, you just got to press a button. You got to look up older laying eggs. He's laying eggs for you, uh, for the curious. Um, and so, so Mark, I'm going to spar with you a bit. Um, you are predominantly a short seller, am I correct?
1: Predominantly, yeah. I've, I have longs from time to time if I think something's interesting. But, oh. I mean, it's, you know, I'm I'm wired differently and you have to be, you know, completely messed up and wired a different way to short stocks or really be a skeptic. Yeah. But it's served me well over a long period of time, and I, and I keep coming at it, and there's no shortage of things to come at. so
0: for sure well, guilty is charged. Skepticism is, is today is, was always a wonderful and today it's, it's a rarer and rarer phenomenon, and I applaud you for it. Um, but there seems to, to a lot of the folk out there um, who it's perhaps not their day job, the whole world of um, speculation, wealth building. One hopes um, there. There is definitely a, a a love affair. I mean, you know, the, the short selling is cloaked in a kind of James Bond kind of, you know, you're on a Mission Impossible. You might not survive. Um, it's uh, you could blow up. You could lose everything, and and all of that, of course, is true. Uh, less so, of course, in your capable hands. But I just wanted to push back and say, you know, first and foremost, uh, short selling as an investment strategy, not, not what you're doing, what you're doing is a calling, but as an investment strategy, um, it's not something to entertain lightly. Um, again, on first and foremost, there's no wind behind your back. You are short risk premium. Um, you kind of want to have friends. You want to start with an advantage. Um, short selling generically starts with a profound disadvantage. Um, I think it in a fund structure is very similar to um long volatility funds you don't have many such funds because it's very difficult to compound uh, rates of growth not impossible but very difficult um but Mark you you're confronted with that um and I think first and foremost before learning more about some of your skeptical insights um can you just again just uh, lay it out how most people should not be kind of lining up to to follow you, you know. Like I, I was doing a call the other night, and someone was saying, "What book should I read about financial plumbing?" And it's, you know, when I go to the dentist, I don't ask him, you know, how do, this 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 is amazing, this is dope, what what you are doing to my teeth? Like, where do I read up on it? I just accept that the specialization of labor, you know, there are much finer novels to read than things about financial plumbing. But anyway, over to you.
1: Well, what you say is 100% true. So usually when I do these or I talk or talk publicly, I say, don't try this at home. Individuals should not do this. This is beyond dangerous. You need your head looked at to do it. It's not for the faint of heart. You can lose everything. And I'm really, really, really good at this but I'm also deranged in some respects, and I've been doing it a very long time, a very long time. And I've had an enormous amount of highs and great successes, and I've had a great amount of lows and failures. But the trick is, is I endure and I keep going. And you're right about short selling. The short, the skeptic has no advocates. The companies hate them. The public hates them. Stockholders hate them. The media, that's a coin flip. Some dislike them. Some find them interesting. Government basically is against you. You make the regulators look stupid and lazy, so they're not exactly your fan. So in terms of an impossible uh, occupation, Shorting stocks professionally is impossible, which is why I do it for myself because I can afford to pick and choose my spots. I can, I don't have to swing at every pitch. I swing at very few pitches. I only have a couple positions at any time. I don't believe in diversification, but I believe in, I have an ability to figure things out and have demonstrated that over time with certain names or concepts or ideas. And it's and it served me well, but it's in the minority. It's sort of like driving a Formula One or NASCAR car. A lot of people think they're really good drivers, but to be one of the top 40 or 20 in the world is a very, very, very rare thing. So um, I'll be 63 in June. In June 18th. I've been doing this roughly since I'm 21. And I've had a a lot of documented successes and documented failures. But I'm still going and, and I think I'm still doing this at a high level. So I enjoy it. I think I'm really good at it. And as long as I'm decent at it, I'll keep trying it. But I do know there comes a point in time where between the danger and or losing your mind or not being as sharp as I am today will happen, so I'll be done, but I'm enjoying the, the later innings of this. And it's uh, it's fun. I get, I get a kick, and so do you, out of exposing some of the insanity in the world. And you call yourself the, the acid capitalist you know, I think some people are, are are walking around so doped up with LSD they don't know up from down. And it's it's if people truly knew how fucked up and broken things really were, they they would be nowhere near the casino. That
0: so the I'm difference. not afraid to,
1: I'm not I'm not afraid to speak out. I think when you reach a certain age and you've done it long enough, you know, it's not money. I have plenty of money. It's about it's about how fucked up things really are and they deserve to be exposed Is one way of talking about it, but just brought to the public light about this isn't a game. It's actually really serious stuff, but things are really beyond fucked up. I mean, beyond to the highest order. Mm-hmm. So there's guys like you and. Myself, a couple other free thinkers, you know, you have the Grant Williams and the Fleckensteins of the world who who speak out. But we're so in the minority right now. It's it's almost popular because we're such in the we're so in the minority. We're so we're so against the tide. It's it's people should listen to uh, careful thinkers because there's very few careful thinkers
0: left. No, indeed. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, you were kind of, it was the asset capitalist manifesto. You know, we've, we've been down so down, so very long that down looks like up, you know, that is just yeah. impossibly bleak. Um, I was watching the Elvis movie, uh, this week. I'd been put off because, you know, it's like from the Colonel Parker, um, perspective or, So I'd heard, but you know, it struck me the part where he starts to, you know, wiggle, jiggle his hips and, and the white nasty conservatism down in the the South. um, And they're like, you know, he's shaking his hips like a black fellow kind of thing, that grotesque conservatism. And I want to say, I mean, the feeling I had was um, the last bastions of that closed thinking exist today in finance, it's the only place I think you, you find it now. You know, a lot of people will say that I talk in in, in riddles and, and and puzzles, and it's just like you've been listening to the wrong folk the, for too long, you know, and they it's a shock to them, you know. Now, hopefully, you, me, and the others you cite, the more we can chip away at it because there is a curiosity brewing, and, and the hard thing is that the inception that the curious minds get are these kind of guys in suits – repeating kind of hyperbole or or worse um let's go kind of uh jack Schwager market wizards mark a little bit in the sense of yeah you know, how does one find out that competency in short selling and, and you alluded to the fact you found it young you, i think you were saying 21 22 i mean that's not a lot of years i mean the guys who seeded soros you know they forget george got seeded at the age of 40 uh, on the metric that life had siphoned out a lot of the noise, and the guy was he a survivor and a wise survivor, and it was someone you wanted to allocate to? But Jesus, twenty-one, twenty-two. I mean, tell me that story. Well, you know, I was never good
1: at school. You know, I never was good at being told stuff. I was never good at really conforming, and. You know, when I worked my first job at the Northern Trust in Chicago, I actually worked for a bank, but it was 82. You know, I started working at the Northern Trust. I was 21. And there was this fellow there, Paul Landini, and he sort of took me under his wing. And he had video games were just coming out, were just coming out. You know, I think it was Frogger was the first video game and it was by Warner, which had something to do with Atari. And he thought that Bally, the pinball um, game company, the coin-op game company was a short. So we used to go to uh, arcades. I was 21, I had a girlfriend, but I wasn't married. We used to go to arcades at night and and befriend the manager and find out what his coin drop was, how many coins were going into the machines. And it was going down weekly. And we both decided to short Valley Manufacturing. I think it was BLY and it was the first short I ever did. And the thing basically went from 25 to 3. And then it went out of business. And I said, this is a whole lot of fun. And I said, this is interesting to look at things like this. And then we started doing toy companies. We shorted Coleco on Cabbage Patch Doll, and we did Hasbro on Transport. Hold on, on,
0: Transform- hold, on. Huh? The, uh, hold on a second. The um, it just dropped. You you just nailed it, or was there a was there a journey?
1: Yeah, you know, just it just we were we shorted it because we said it was the over- overarching theory that video games, the advent of video games, was going to destroy the coin op arcade business. And back then all you had to be was the slightest bit right if a company missed numbers or started doing poorly and Bally had debt. And and at the time, you know, interest rates were in the teens. In eighty two rates were through the roof. So the market wasn't as forgiving back then, you know, in the in the early eighties, all you had to be was right. If it was as simple now as it was then, I could do the backstroke all day. But all you had to be was the slightest bit right in trend, and you could make a fortune long or short. So yeah, it just you know, Bally came out and said our business is slowing down. They came out and said they're probably losing share to the you know the the video game business, and the stock fell out of bed. But again. There were no computers back then. There were no cell phones. There was no Internet. You would literally have to go to the Chicago Public Library and read Value Line. I mean, there was no fax machine back then. So all you had to be was the slightest bit right. You could be early because the speed of information never went around the way it does now. There was no Twitter. There was no... There was no nothing. Mm. I mean, fuck. I mean, cable was just invented back then. There was no direct TV. So, I mean, shit, CDs were just coming into their own. And, and, and forget DVDs. I mean, the, the VCR was being invented. So So technology and the lack of it made life very easy because if you were at all – Jumpy or speedy or quick to the draw, you could get in it before everyone else. I mean, fuck everyone used to communicate via payphones, and everyone used to show up at work in a coat and tie. There were no hedge funds. I mean, in in eighty two, I mean, there was Steinhardt, who was the big daddy of them all, and he managed like a hundred million. And and you know, yeah, there was some form of Soros back then, but. But back then, when I was a young guy, and I still view myself as a young guy, back then when I was in my 20s, life was very simple. The markets worked because they weren't on steroids. So if you could find a name that worked, and again, I was long Archer Daniels Midland. They're still public, ADM. And the whole story back then was, does corn sweetener, high fructose corn syrup, replace sugar in soda and and there was I thought it would a lot of people thought it wouldn't and I was right and I think I looked so I still have a friend at the Northern Trust I looked at some of my old trust account and they own Archer Daniels at a cost of 20 some odd cents and I think the stock I mean I don't I don't know where it is today but I think it's you know high so mm-hmm. I mean I think people are up you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of percent offense. So when I started in this business and what really formed me is you had to get things right. You had to do your work. You had to think things through. You had a process and I've always remained true to process. So, you know, the short answer to that question is, yeah, I mean, Valley did just fall out of the sky because things would fall out of the sky then. That's yeah. that's yeah. something that's something that would happen, you mm. know, back then. I mean, now you need a whole lot of things. No, quite, but let's talk about
0: make, you know so, the formative, the formative stages and your your learning and stuff. Um, and there's nothing like a like a good punishment to just keep you on track. You know, yeah. I mean, no, no one just gets it right, 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 right. If they do, then the, no. their size becomes, you know, pr- profoundly reckless, and then they get it wrong and they disappear. So you know, the, so S- the guys, you. the guys who,
1: the guys who get it right, you know, like SAC guys like that, getting it right every year, are cheaters. They're guys who use inside information. You can't, get, you can't get it right all the time. It's impossible no, because no. you're not built for every season. So yeah. Archer Daniels is now, Archer Daniels now is 71.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, he was 20 cents. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what? So what, like, so what, okay, Archer Daniels, uh, the fructose conversion, um, and we're, we're the early I, 1980s. And yeah, I owned,
1: I owned Disney when the late Erwin Jacobs tried to greenmail them. I mean, this is back when Carl Icahn was in his prime, And all these guys used to take positions in companies. They weren't activists. They would just greenmail them. You'd you'd wake up one day and Irwin Jacobs would sell Disney their stock back at 70 and there'd be no takeover. And Disney fell out of bed. I mean, I owned Disney before the Bass Brothers got involved and and made it a land play. So Mm -hmm. so back in the 80s. You know when rates were high, and I know what high rates are about, and I know what inflation's about because I I lived it. I tried to get a job back then, and I was lucky to get a job. You know times were just different. I mean now there's so much money floating around. There's so much money and so much incentive to get your stock up or your vehicle up or some crypto scam ass coin up. People have lost sense of how things really should work and used to work, which is why I say things are broken. I mean, broken beyond belief. And, you know, and, and they call me a boomer and they say things like that. And I don't take offense to it, but I have done this through all season. I have I have seen it just about
0: it all no i mean yeah i mean so, you're the 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 robot whatever he's called uh at the end of blade runner just kind of dying and holding harrison ford you're like honey if you if you i have been to the outer edges of this universe i've seen fire, or, you know i have you have indeed and, but, I'm, and, 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 I'm, I'm, and I'm, yeah and you're still going strong which is all credit to you but uh, tell me because i'm still trying to get the measure of the man so to speak um so uh so, so far, uh, clever, curious insights, uh and being able to to see where there was an accepted belief system and it was failing. Okay. Um we haven't said anything about the construction of the trade, but beforehand, um, was there another formative example where um it was early on, and it didn't go your way, and there was a big takeaway for you which kind of shaped and formed who, who you are before us today.
1: Well, yeah, so, I mean, let's, let's you know, pre that. I, I was horrible at school. I used to ditch school. I used to be a runner on the Midwest Options Exchange when I was in school. I mean, this is, again, this is pre-computer. This is when orders used to come in through a tube, right? And you take the order from the tube and literally run it to the market maker. So I was always interested in this kind of stuff. And I made some money. I think I had like 30 grand. I made like 30 grand through various trades, you know, specifically gold when I was young. And I used to trade gold stocks and gold options, ASA and Homestake, because I worked on the, I worked as a runner on this exchange. So like in seventy six, seven, eight, I had like 30 grand, which was a shit ton full of money back then,
0: especially
1: for, for a young guy. And I thought this stock. Data access systems was great. And I must have put half or three quarters of my money in this thing. And it turned out to be a complete fraud, total fraud. And I lost all my money I had in that stock. And I had all my pals in that stock. And there was no worse feeling than of losing people you like money than that than that situation it made me like sick to my stomach mm. and even though i was shitty at school i said to myself if i'm ever going to be anything in this business i have to do a lot better than this yeah. this is like unacceptable
0: what was it because what was it with the story because that's, that's a, a shocker you know the I was, you're, you're you're, the logic guy. You're the guy that doesn't get kind of sucked into the narrative. And here's an example. It's
1: the guy who doesn't get sucked in in the professional sense. But you said, like, what helped form me? Well, that helped form me because I got my fucking ass kicked at a young age
0: and was I pissed hook?
1: away. What was the hook? What do you mean? What was the hook?
0: Like, how did they, 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 you know, they reined you in? Like, how did, oh, they, yeah, how, like... Did they,
1: how did they, how did they do it? You fell in love. Computers were just coming out at that point in time and they were in the computer leasing business. And I didn't realize the scam and the traps of that business. And they were growing really fast, as were some others. And I thought this was the next big thing. And, and I didn't know that, that, of frauds back in that era. I didn't think people would get conned in that era. I was just a kid. I mean, I was just, I was just a kid. I mean, I was still in high school on, on this kind of crap and I didn't know better. I mean, I know a fuck of a lot better at age 21 and up, but I was in my teens, right? I'm now a badass and I'm in my sixties. So, you know, you said what got you that data access left a left a mark that that I will never forget and and the sickening feeling I mean the reason I'm sure not in the fun business anymore but the thing that really that bothers me and I'm why I tell people you know do your own thing I hate being responsible for investments to others. I mean when they're successful I give everyone their own credit and I say, well done, well done. But if it doesn't work, even though it's not per se my fault, I feel absolutely sick. Yeah. Man, I'm pals with the Collective Soul guys and they're, they're a rock group. And I had them in Overstock or I told them I liked Overstock and the thing went from 14 to three. I could basically like not even look at them straight in the face. And at five, they said, is this going to go out of business? I said, no, they got five in cash and no debt. But the thing did go from three to 130. And I told them to all get the fuck out. And they bought houses and did shit with the proceeds. But boy, when it was three, I couldn't even look at them straight in the face. I felt so sick. And that's when I was in my, my 50s. So to me, losing people, hard-earned money, I, I hate it. I can't stand it. I hate losing. I hate it. But if I lose for myself, I can swallow it. I hate losing for others. I hate it. And, but how do and, you marry you that, know,
0: Mark? I, how do you marry that in the sense that I imagine you've, you've got positions, risk positions now? And I imagine that you're vocal with that. And so you do take on the ire of, you know, I mean, like, again, message to the folks watching this if you've got risk, you have to own it. You have to be the architect of this. You and you've got to own your fucking failures, right? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the point where the 30-minute break and we go zzz, 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 like zzz, zzz. this is Chin, chin. Um, chin, chin is a friend's dog. I'm feeling lonely. Um, I so hope more of you can join us on the other side of the break, become a Patreon member. Um, the John Galt members, I've spent this week having one-on-one calls up here in the Acid Capitalist headquarters. Um, you're going to hear a lot more from mark mark's going to take us through the rudimentaries the rudimentaries is there anything rudimentary what do you think ginger um with regard to short selling um and we're going to put some charts on it um, i'd love you to join that journey but for all of you thank you for watching even the the briefest interlude and tune in again next week thanks guys